From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Flicks back. I am back. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors on this pre-cold front Saturday. At least it's supposed to be. Who's it supposed you, to be, Bill George? Like 40, 40, pre, 40, 40 pre. degrees tomorrow? Is it? I don't know. Where? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. on now. It's like everybody's on the, uh, it's, they're on the, Oh, the uh, pre-cold front thing. All the news. Oh, it's going to be great I, Sunday. It's going to be blah, 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 blah. And I, I'm hoping for some nice nice weather here to finish out gator season. Yeah, be nice. Uh, now, I I wish everybody good luck over there in the uh, in the woods. Today, Zone C opening a muzzleloader. Kaboom. Got, yeah, yeah. Everybody's been in a panic this whole week. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, Bill George, and Slick's back. I am back. From his, from his camping trip. We missed you, Slick. Did you? I, I can tell. Braden came in throughout the middle of the week, like I said, wearing shorts and a T-shirt. He was crying to Shriner. He was up. Don't ever let Slick leave me again. <laughs> He's just no that that Kentucky kid actually did a pretty good job uh, last weekend with. But Schreiner he wasn't slick. Now come on. That is true. I I don't I don't know his abilities. What was his name? Yes, Casey. That's yeah, it. that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Casey and the Sunshine Band. I should have remembered that. Uh, but anyway, welcome back. Good camping trip. Did you get to shoot anything or? Uh, shot down a virtual targets. We spent an entire day shooting. Oh, we, we have to do this thing. It's called an electronic simulator training. Oh, my yeah, gosh. It's, it, helps, it helps people who have never fired a gun in their life fire better. Like Ad, Alex? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when they had the, uh, when they have the, they still do it. It's occasionally it's invite only. You know, they have the SOCOM show. They used to have it over at the convention center. Yeah. And uh, uh, our old boss, Tommy Rivers, Got a couple of passes to go over there, and uh, he didn't want to go, so he wanted me to go over there and and just kind of get a feel for it, make an appearance for the station, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so we got there at, like, the crack of dawn, and uh, my brother was in his dress uniform in the Navy. I was, of course, in a WQYK T-shirt, hair down to my mid-back in a ponytail with a William V. Pratt uh, hat on, uh, blue jeans, and uh, I mean, no, I had shorts and uh, tennis shoes on. I think I had some bands or something on. <clears throat> Before they had the thing opened up, they had one of those simulators. Uh, it's, a, it's a box simulator. You go in it. It's a big, like, open, about the size of a garage. Yeah. And it's dark, and then there's a screen, and it's a shoot, no-shoot scenario, combat scenario type thing as well. And uh, so they have... I had uh, ARs, they had the Berettas, the M9, and uh, so you, when you fire it. It's got the recoil it, and everything. Yeah, it gives you the recoil, the whole nine yards. It's really nice. So, 
apart and I get in this thing. And next thing you know, it's like an hour and a half later because they're not even open really yet. You know, it's, it's, you know, and we're like, you know, Bart's screaming over here. Oh, moving it right, check your left, check your left over here. I mean, we're like doing the whole thing like you're playing so calm. And dude, we were tagging every terrorist, toot, 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 you know, not taking any hostage. We're like cleaning house, cleaning house, and killing everybody and winning. We're like, woo, high fiving each other, all that stuff. We turn around, and there's like nothing but dudes with briefcases and chest salad standing there, <laughs> <laughs> all in uniform. I mean, dude, they had. I mean, everything. you want to know the trick of how they get so many? They uh, write. They write it for their buddy. They'll go, "Hey, man, I'll write you this one. Yeah. You write me one too." Like, legit, that's how it works. Well, really? But we turn around and we're standing there, and these guys are all standing. They've been watching us sh- shoot for like twenty or thirty minutes, <laughs> and so they kind of give us a look, and as we're walking by, like, "Oh crap, let's just kind of slink by here." This one looks over and goes, "So, uh, who are you guys?" Uh, who are you guys with? Are you, uh, who are you, uh, are you with uh, the Navy SEALs or where, where you know? We're like, we're like, we looked at, we just go, we're nobody, man. We're, we're nobody. And just like melted off into the crowd. Because <laughs> you know, we're, it's like, we're nobodies, dude. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's that was why, the last we heard of Braden Gunn. Yeah, Braden who? And that's why when they, uh, <clears throat> that's when they called us about the, uh, the uh, shooting competition out there in California and wanted us to come shoot that TV show. And they were first were going to put us up against uh, military guys. And we were like, bring them on, dude. If it's a shooting competition, uh, let's do this. Uh, it's all good. Whatever happened to that? Uh, a little shooting kind of happened at a high school. And then every gun-related show on History Channel, Discovery, uh, blah, 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 they all went away. Which kind of leads me to my top story of the day. We all know that Alec Baldwin had a little uh, accident this past week. Of course it had to be Alec, right? Of and, course. Well, you know, I, I mean, all the Baldwins kind of suck, but all right. Well, <laughs> the, the one brother's all right, but, uh, you know, I said it was a reckoning. You know, it was a little uh, it was a little something or other for some of the things that he's done. Uh, I know that now all of his tweets are coming back to haunt him, as it should, if uh, every, it happens yeah. to everybody else. And, uh, you know, like, I wonder what it must feel like to kill somebody by accident. It was one of his tweets. Um, How long ago was that? Uh, 2017, I think it was. Good God. It was, uh, you know, uh, by mistake is what he said. uh, Because it was like a police officer backing up and, you know, shot. And, of course, he had to put in his two cents worth. But, you know, it got me thinking. The arrogance of this guy, I know that now Hollywood and everybody else is rallying around him like he's some sort of victim or something. Yeah, but know? everybody forgets how much of a dick this dude is. Well, and I know, look, I've, I've taken like plenty of, I've talked with plenty of people, like act, uh, actors that have met him. There was a Uber driver that used to be worked, he was a union guy for SNL cast. And he's like, yeah, the, he was in the top four people that he's like, yeah, these guys were the absolute worst to work with, and Alec Baldwin was one of them. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I so, mean, I, the man always seems to me like he had just a heart full of hate he, anyway. He was pompous. 2017 but, was the tweet. Yeah, that's what I said, 2017. But the arrogance of him, I could just see he got cast in this movie. You it's know, his, Well, his, it's his movie. It's his movie, whatever. And so he doesn't think he needs any extra training at all with a firearm because he just, you know, I, I'm Alec Baldwin. Dude, I'm Alec Baldwin. What do I need to know besides me? And I can handle this and do it and everything else and all that stuff. Whereas you go the other direction and you look at Kenara Reeves 
And his role, when he got the role of John Wick, what did he do? He spent six months training three gun matches, knowing how to use those firearms, use them safely, how to use them, how to carry them safely, how to position them safely, where to point them safely. He did a well, great job. There's too. A whole, well, there's a whole process when they're shooting these films and stuff. Yeah. That you, like the There's an armor on site, and as soon as the director yells cut, the armor actually goes in and takes back every weapon on the set. Oh, like, yeah. I tell you what really annoys me is everybody's kind of like lessen the gun itself. They're like, it's a prop gun. It's a prop gun. It's a gun. The moment you start calling a prop gun, you're calling it less than what it is. You're almost like taking responsibility from Alec Baldwin. If it if it is a true prop gun, then it is not a functioning firearm whatsoever. It is rubber. It's made of plastic. It's kind of like the ones that uh, what was the movie with Rambo or whatever? And you see the guy come at him with the AK-47, and it's like wiggling in his hand, (laughs) you know, like wah 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 wah. Now that is a true prop gun. Anything else? And I was when I was. Reading these stories this past week, uh, the armorers who are there on site, you're right, Slick. They are, they're right there next to you. They're right there on there. And as soon as the firing is done, unless you are an incompetent boob, uh, for the most part, they're not far away. And the first thing they do is they put their hand over it. They're, they they're put, Johnny on the spot. Yeah. I mean, even with the gun, when we did for gun golf, you know, they... You know, he said, I need to see you manipulate the weapon, do all that stuff. So open it up, put the rounds in, close it, set it down, back up, you know, and he takes it, lifts it up, does it. He empties it, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then he says, uh, all right, go through the motion, show me again, do the day. He goes, okay, you're clear to fire. And I stand up, bang, 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 put the gun down, back up. He comes over, takes the weapon, empties it, Pretty you know, sure cleared. Yeah, all that stuff. Anytime we did anything, no matter what weapon it was, shotgun, pistol, rifle, whatever, he would do that. And uh, But Keanu Reeves, you look at what he did to go learn that role of John Wick because he knew that he wanted to be the best at it and know to do it safely and do all the other stuff. Whereas uh, somebody true. like an Alec Baldwin's like, yeah, just give me that gun. But I know you don't, what I'm you don't doing. point it at anybody either. Did we not learn anything with Brandon Lee? Oh, he yeah, got but, a shot when he got shot. Yeah, well, with a real slug, too. Well, well, that's where the rules changes when Brandon Lee right. died. I, well, I haven't paid attention. I know it happened. You can't hardly be alive and not know that it happened. But I didn't see much of the details. Were they actively shooting? Was it a scene where he was supposed to be pulling the trigger? I don't know. Or was so, he playing around? So, I have no idea. From what I from from all the stuff that's come out in just recent days, he was it was after everything had been cut, and he was just kind of waving around and saying, "Oh, great, yeah, that's this is this is oh. all still specular and speculation. The police haven't released anything. I just want to lay that out there." So he was just goofing around, kind of goofing around. And what I tell you, what what's really bad? Sorry, I was burping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was really what's really bad is is everybody instead of just going like nobody's. Nobody's trying to say that he tried to murder somebody, but everybody's like, yo, Alec Baldwin should be taking responsibility for this. But you have everybody else in the world out there. It's like, well, it was this person's fault, this person's fault. They weren't holding the damn gun. No. If any one of you guys out at any range did anything like this, we'd You'd be, be held responsible. Oh, held well, responsible right there, negligent or not. Yeah. And then Bill George will tell you, it's no different than when you have a new person on there. And you pull that pin on that bang stick. Oh, yeah. You got to you got to know what you're doing. And for years, I didn't let a lot of other people use the bang stick. I did that part, but recently I've I've turned around and started letting some of them do it a little bit more um, because it is, it is just so easy to mess something up. 
And, but you also know you can look at a person too and tell how confident they are. You're like, eh, I'm not gonna let this person have well, some, uh, some, you know, some people come in there with a big air of confidence that know what they think yeah. they know, and they and, they don't know what they know. Oh, I've shot guns before. Well, this is not the same thing, bro. And, and the um, on that is you turn around. Sometimes you're at night. The boat's on, you know, moving, rocking. You know, you you misstep, you hit something, you go to trip. Now you have a hold You, you have a live round that's going to go off if you hit something. And so I always tell them, err on the side of caution. Throw the thing overboard. Exactly. If, you, if you're going to fall, do not try and save that thing. Just just pitch it out. Yeah. We'll deal with it afterwards. Don't try to catch yourself with the end of it <laughs> on, at the bottom of the boat. But uh, it's a, it was a tragedy, and... I'm thinking Western. I'm thinking because it was, uh, you know, out in the Old West. And uh, yep. apparently the shot went through the director and, and of course, ended up killing her and then uh, wounding another person that was next to them. Wasn't it? Uh, oh, no, the, the photographer and then the director. Yeah, hit, hit the, the director of cinematography. And yeah, he's usually in front of the director if he's on a trolley or something. And, you know, he's got the camera and all that kind of stuff. But... but so it had to be something, at least a forty-five long colt, uh, something like that, that to make it through one person and into another. I, I'm oh. sorry, if you if you're in a scene in which you're supposed to be f- pointing a, the gun at the camera, and and pulling it so that you get that particular shot, that's one thing. But if it wasn't in the part of an active shooting of the the movie, and he's playing around. You don't play. I don't care. Real gun, fake gun. You don't play. Well, you know what? With the to the point that Slick brought up, I don't understand if they if they were done shooting and he was just kind of messing around as he as you suggested, he's not supposed to have that firearm anyway. The armorer that's on site is supposed well, to take well, possession of they, that gun and they and, probably and you keep know. It away. Well, with, that's what I said. You know, it's with having to bowling. pay everybody ninety dollars an hour, they probably ninety dollars you know, <laughs> an hour. You better keep going hard. <laughs> well, it's now. California, you know. Yeah, I'm but being... I'm just saying, it, you, the cost of everything keep going up. Maybe they uh, decide they only needed one person to work that group. Well, and and to end on this, you got to remember, people say, well, "Why are they using real guns anyway?" Because believe it or not, firing a gun on camera is cheaper. Than putting in the special effects that make it look like it's firing. It that costs, is true. It costs multi millions to do that, where it costs fifty cents. Bang. Okay, we're done. <laughs> it's buck now. Yeah, yeah, it's a buck now. All right, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back, you guys. Welcome in, everybody. Bigger Wild Outdoors. Braden, Vince, Bill, and uh, Slick hanging out with you on this uh, beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, as we uh, kind of alluded to at the beginning of the <clears throat> show, gator season is coming to an end here pretty soon. <laughs> Bill George is... Is there still time for me, Bill? Bill I want to play. Bill George is going to be so upset. Uh, yeah. I saw you. I'm... Sorry, I'm trying to do six things that's back a, here. That's right. <laughs> he's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be upset and do all that stuff. But uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about the uh, Alec Baldwin incident that happened uh, this past week. And uh, it, for those who don't remember, you know, we lost, lost Brandon Lee, you know, years ago. Uh, he took a shot from a 44 mag 
they <clears throat> they swear it was a blank, and then and then of course there was a bullet lodged in his spine. So that kind of puts that out of the the realm of possibility. And then uh, before that, we had an individual. I can't remember the guy's name. He was a big blonde dude who was going to be like the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, he was that big guy. You know, I forgot about him. And uh, so- he was farting around on the set. Took a forty-four. Thought blanks means blanks. So, and this again is because of your arrogance and not knowing how a firearm is, either because you don't like them or because uh, you think you know everything. You know, he cocks his thing back, puts it up to his head uh, during a, a flub. They were on film and they were like, uh, he's like, and that's what I like to see, Red Thompson. Oh, dog it, I said Red Thompson. I meant to say Red. You know, he cocks the gun and puts it up to his head and goes, bang. Well, dude. It's a blank out of First a forty-four. Off, so how come? A weird question. How come is it that we didn't lose anybody back in like the John Wayne days of shooting? But all of a sudden, right? in like the last thirty years, we probably lost like two to three different people. When Stupidity. they when they used to actually have their own sharpshooters who would fire live rounds at them for realism on the movie sets. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. They would actually have like, uh, well, you know, this is going to be a lot of shooting, and I trust, you know, Vince Noble and uh, Bill George, and I want them in as my sharpshooters. So we're going to let Vince be the sharpshooter? <laughs> well, you know, well, crazier things have happened. <laughs> I mean, you're a better well. judge of character than I thought. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and, and they'd be off camera. They'd be off, you know, and then when I'm pinned behind the rock, you know, I'm pinned behind a rock, and I'm firing around, you know, with blanks, ping, ping, ping. You know, they're zipping uh, 22 rounds off the rock, so you get realism. They couldn't put squibs and all that crap on the rock back in the old days. They were using ammo. That is true. And, you know, not to say that someone may have not got a little shrapnel or something every once in a while, but I don't recall, you know, anybody getting uh, swept off the Hapalong Cassidy uh, movie or anything else like that, but... Uh, the thing that uh, uh, Slick found on online was, you know, talking to the armorers and what their jobs are and how important they are, especially with all these, you know, firearms that are used in movies, you know, by actors who don't think that you should have firearms. That's what gets me. You know, they can make millions of dollars running <laughs> around using You're a right. firearm, but uh, they'll be the first ones to complain on the side. But you, but, you, but you don't need one. I only need it because it's in the movie. You also, know. I you know my armed bodyguards they need it because I am an important person and you are just peasants. I could be kidnapped and held at gunpoint uh, at knife point for millions of dollars. Seriously. So what is uh, the armor thing that you found? What is that? The one. So I've got I've got the uh, clip from the guy. He's talking on there. Granted, he's obviously not a ra- uh, a movie professional because he'd have mic'd himself up. It's kind of scratchy, but I have the audio right here. I want to hear it. Incident. There was uh, an obstruction the barrel, which. Which came out once the blank was put behind it, and so he's ex- now nowadays all weapons are checked, barrels are checked before any blanks are put into the weapon. Um, there are lots of other protocols in place. The protocols on set here will surely be the focus of the investigation. If- Her union stated that while the late cinematographer, uh, yeah, and you know what it is, the only people that they're talking to are the union reps. Yeah. That's who. That's the only people they're talking to. Is the you know the. The uh, union rep for 495 or a reunion rep of 401 or whatever it is and all that stuff in there. Uh, they're not talking to production staff or anybody else like that. And, he- and uh, 
because they, I, I guarantee you, they're circling the wagons. They don't want anything to come out that makes him look bad or make Hollywood look bad. Because of the fact that they've been beating our you-know-what's against the wall for years and years and years over gun control and everything else, and then their own industry, as, as, the, as every meme you see on social media says, Alec Baldwin's fake gun has killed more people than my real gun. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Well, Anybody thing. also notice that the expert was kind of like British? Yeah, well, you know. I that. mean, what's what's a guy that's not allowed to have guns uh, telling us about how to use <laughs> guns? Well, you know, maybe he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's telling you how to secure a gun. Yeah, maybe well, he's he not know? telling you how to use it, how uh, to secure uh, it. I'm just kind of curious they, how this is going to play out, though. I, I want to know what's obviously we all want to know what's going to happen. But well, you is know, he don't walk. What? Well, whatever you do, don't ask uh, his daughter. Apparently, uh, the reporter's been calling her, and she went through the through the roof saying that it was inconsiderate. And you're irresponsible, and you know you're just venom and bottom feeders and all this stuff to ask me these questions. But like and you I, were saying I, with that tweet, yeah. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. Every parent of every child who was ever injured by a school shooter or anybody else or anybody else, they stuck microphones and cameras in their faces all day long. True. And, and, True story. And, and their and their parents and everybody else. So they drugged them through the mud, or you know it was the principal's fault, or you know it was their own parents' fault. And they're but sticking. But he's a Hollywood star, don't you know? Yeah. See, that's the difference. All, all I know is my finger wasn't on the trigger. <laughs> it wasn't on that one. No. I mean, just go learn how to use a gun, man. Just don't be an idiot. That's the arrogance of it. You know, I don't need to go learn a gun because, for one, I don't like guns. I don't think that anybody should have a gun, and the only reason I have a gun in here is because it's a dang western, so give me the dang thing and, and let me use it, it, and I have to do it, and uh, when I'm done with it, you know, I'll fart around with it, and we're out of here. So, whereas, Ke- you know, Keanu Reeves and all those other people- Took it serious. Took it seriously. Because they and know- as you should. Because they know that those things are dangerous, whether they're blanks or not. What, one of the first rules is always treat it like it's loaded. Exactly. It doesn't I mean, matter what it when is. When I move mine around, I always double check it, make sure it's not, you know, loaded, doesn't have, you know, the rounds <laughs> so in it. I was, <laughs> I was talking about. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill. I didn't mean that. Uh, it's, that's all right. If you get in my car and you find a big a gun in there, you better assume it's loaded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no it telling is. What's in there. I think it, I think it's weird because I was talking to a buddy of mine. And, you know, you uh, everybody's out there. It's gun safety. This gun safety. Don't point it at this. Don't point it at. I was like, you know, I I've spent the last 12 years in the military. And there are actually trainings where we go in there and we put our buddies on the end of not live rounds. They used to actually use rubber tra- and some of the more like so uh, socom units. They do that and simunition things yeah. like that. Yeah. But we go around and we're pointing guns at each other. It's like, man, I'm really not the person to come out here and tell you not to point guns at people. <laughs> considering that's what I've done for 12 years. <laughs> but it's done in a, in a safe environment. Look, I keep my job. old booger hooker out of the damn magazine. Well, unless I'm ready to fire. Best line about guns and movies: Blackhawk down when that guy goes sergeant you don't have safety on that gun he holds his middle finger up and goes this is my safety <laughs> because without this it does not work it does not function without this this uh, is my safety right here so yeah i'm good don't worry about it you delta boys think you can just walk around here yeah because we know right. what we're doing sorry <laughs> sorry well it's a tragedy that somebody had to learn uh, lose their life but again as with anything uh this will be speculated on this will be uh taken apart this will be analyzed it'll be all over uh tmz and entertainment tonight and everywhere else and all that stuff and then in about uh six months uh 
that never happened. He'll still be uh, on Saturday Night Live, you know, playing uh, President <laughs> Trump and uh, doing all the other crazy, zacky stuff that he likes to do. And that's what it'll be. It'll be that's nothing. That's the sad part. I mean, it's just sad. Yeah, it is. And I guess the unions will fix it. They'll make it go away. <laughs> Sweep it under the rug. Yeah, the unions will fix it. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Or Alec will make a movie about his tragedy. Yeah, you know, he should at least do that. You know, he like should have to go do PSAs like uh, uh, Keep your Ma- Michael Vick had to do it with the dog, so Alex should do it for the guns. I'll, That's I'll right. Get... I forgot Vick had to do it about the dogs. Remember that? I'll, I'll, this I'll... is Michael Vick, the Humane Society. James <laughs> James Dean had to do it about driving, uh, being crazy, and then uh, three weeks later he was dead. I, uh, like... I'd love to keep giving him crap because it's Alec Baldwin, and I know he's a he's a straight <laughs> up ass. Mm-hmm. But I uh, like you can see the photos and the things that that have happened after the incident where he's healed over because he's kind of realized what he's done, and it's like you're getting kind of what you deserve. Like it seems sick to say, but I'm sorry, but you you deserve what's coming to you right now. Well, the sad part is, is no charges have been filed. Um, uh, They're we'll still under investigation. We'll just have to wait and see. You know, if it's negligence, then why isn't it involuntary manslaughter? That's that's at least at the minimum of the uh, of the charge. If 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 Vince or anybody else, like you pointed out, we're at the gun range and I'm farting around with it and I blow through and and kill the guy standing next to me, you, you don't because think we're Joe Nobody. That's why. That's yeah. why I will get charged and he won't. Yeah. Well, it's so that's how we do it. We go become cast members of SNL. Then we could just shoot anybody, right? Or we could just say that we're just improv comedian guys. And that is true too. Yeah, nobody we could do likes that. improv. Yeah, we could uh, say improv we're, sucks. We're, we're improv. We're improv guys. Well, improv, we take a break. In reality, I hope it never happens to anybody. It's a horrible thing. An accidental discharge is 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 a frightening thing. It's not not something you want to enjoy. All right, we're gonna take a break. It is the big and wild outdoors. We'll talk a little gator stuff when we come back from break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Here's your uh, Big and Wild Fast Cast brought to you by uh, Wolf and Grizzly. We got uh, part of the cloudy skies going on today. Rain chances pretty much zero. Tomorrow is supposed to be the big rainy day. Temperature today, what's the high going to be? What is it? Uh, 80s, uh, low mid 80s there. And uh, water temperature, what is it out there at Indian Rock Speaks, Vince? 60, 89, 42, 63. I want to say it's like 84. Really going to say 84? 84, 44. Okay. 84. And uh, uh, tomorrow is supposed to be the big changeover. Sunday, it's going to be partly cloudy, a little bit chance for rain. Highs around 70 uh, in the morning and then about 89. It's going to be nice. And that's your uh, Big and Wild Fast Cast. What are, you, what are you doing? I'm just trying to help, man. Don't yell at me. I know. Big and Wild <laughs> Fast Cast, and that's uh, brought to you by our uh, good, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell good friends at uh, Wolf and Grizzly. If you haven't seen it yet, Wolf and Grizzly tools are for people who like to cook with fire, like Bill George. Uh, tools for people who appreciate the warmth of a campfire and meat sizzling on the grill. Wolf and Grizzly outdoor tools work no matter where you go. And uh, you can order your favorite cooking tools at bigandwild.com. All you got to do is go there and click the link. It's pretty simple. And you can cook and grill uh, any kind of gator parts that you want. 
I wouldn't necessarily say you want to do it on the boat, but maybe on a nice shore somewhere. As long as the tag's on it, can't you just cut off a leg and throw it on the grill, Bill George? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? As long as the tag's on the tail, you you're process, all good. You can process it. Yeah, you're legal eagle. So uh, you could just do it right there. You could literally shoot it, process it out in the field, and cook it as long as you have the tag. Yeah. Pretty much. When you That's when cool. you harvest the alligator, you got to put the tag in it. The tag must remain with the hide, not the meat. That's, yeah, the, the tail section of it, and you'll be fine. All you got to do is do it. It's a shame you can't do that with a snook or a redfish or anything these days, huh? Wouldn't that be nice to be able to uh, crack one off and go over and take out the little hibachi out from underneath the boat? Why go can't over on you the beach. You're on the shore. Yeah, go up there on the beach and put the grill up there. You've landed the fish. <laughs> that is true. So, what's the difference between that and cleaning them on John's Pass and putting them in Ziploc baggies and driving them home? Well, it also depends on if it's legal to keep them at the moment. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's a lot to do <laughs> with. I mean, that. <laughs> It, well, luckily, well, uh, we, we have finally uh, managed to secure our right back to trout, redfish, and snook for That's a while. For a while, anyway. But So, wait. So, just so we're clear. So, I can keep the fish, Bill George, and actually eat the fish, Bill George. If they're within the slot limit. Right. That's <laughs> well, right. Well, Mr. Officer, you'll never believe what happened. It just jumped out, mm. flayed itself, and threw it right, uh, right on the grill. I was, just, I was amazed. It, it happens more often than you think. Okay? I mean, it really does. It's crazy how it works out there, especially in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. It's amazing how those red snapper just jump out and land right on the grill somehow. It's crazy. Already filleted. Yeah. Like just, that Goliath grouper that we lugged in with a crane. They leap in uh, They leap in the boat like a mullet, you know, and they go, oh, look, a grill. Pshhh. And they land right on. What are you supposed to do? Hey, get off of there. It's hot. Anybody got some salt and pepper? <laughs> <laughs> Here, this will put the fire out. Salt, pepper, seasoning. Yeah. A little lemon. A little, little old bay. A little old bay, whatever you got here. Uh, but gator season, we got till the end of the month, correct? Have till the end of the month. Uh, next weekend, I will be up in Bluntstown with Jonathan's little kids. Killing gators. Trying to see what we can get. My wife has instructed me that if we come across a small three foot or less, she told me do not go over three and a half foot, um, that she would like it for another full body mount. Where are you putting those mounts at? In the living room. Put it in the, the bathroom. Only, the only Look. dead animals allowed in Where, our wait, living Where's your deer heads and your turkeys and yeah, everything else? All, all in uh, spare bedrooms and offices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm... They used to be out in the in the thing, but in the new house, it's, it's a little different. You got to uh, do like what Glenn did, our buddy Glenn did, where you have the one that's mounted where he's like standing on his hind legs. And he had his arms out, and that way you could like use it as a toilet paper dispenser or something in the bathroom. It one one of the early alligators <laughs> in in what? my my whole thing was one that got mounted that way. Uh-huh. My brother's father in law turned around and had it mounted that way. We took him out. It was a nine foot alligator, and at Christmas time he dressed it up in Santa Claus outfits and different different times of year he put different clothes on it, but. It had its hand held out slightly open, and That's it was for so, the beer. It was for the beer, and he <laughs> set it next to his recliner, and he could put his beer, his beer in his hand. Well, I know that uh, back in uh, Glenn's Wilder days, I think his gator had a beer in one hand as well, and a fishing pole in the other, if I remember correctly. 
And uh, the closer he got to the Baptist church, the, the beer kind of went away. So, It'd be cool to have a five-footer as, a, as like, a coffee table, you know, have it mounted yeah. under a glass top. His mouth, uh, yeah, his no, mouth it, seconds as like a bottle opener for you and your buddies. <laughs> sure, why not? It, and and they do the mounting them with a little bit of scenery and a like coffee a log table, or whatever. Yeah, yeah kind of cool. is, is tail curled so it's not like taking up like a humongous space. But <laughs> yeah, no, it they're they're pretty like that. So, well, you know, Wait, speaking of the hey. mounts, have you been to the website? Have you seen the mounts on the website? Yeah, Steve's mounts. Yeah, you can. You too can own Steve Austin's mounts. That's a part of his. I don't know. <laughs> that kind of sounded weird. Part of his history? Yeah. What, what are you saying? That's, you're buying history. You're buying radio legend history right there. Well, that is true. I, I know that when he traded in his old Dodge truck for his new Dodge truck, the guy who got his old Dodge truck actually called him on the radio and goes, Dude, I bought your truck. Uh, and, he, you. and he wanted him to come out and autograph it. It's like, what, what is you got? Uh, you know, Steve Austin's truck. Yeah, sure. And I tell you, you all know, I mean, those mounts aren't cheap. Like Bill, you were saying, they're not a, they're not a cheap thing to do no and uh, you know uh if you're a restaurant owner or something like that or you just want something for a man cave or something on the funky back porch That's at a the heck of a tiki deal bar too. uh yeah because steve's moving so uh 25 years in his old house everything's gonna go get it out know, he's like uh i gotta get rid of some of these mounts where i'm going to i don't have enough room for all these you know things anymore I, so he's uh selling I, some of them off i want to turn around there was just a shot not too far from my brother, but he had a doe that walked by, and you would like to know that it went straight to the liquid apple and then walked straight past the molasses. Oh, for the uh, for the test run? Oh, yeah. So, wait a minute. Which one was the apple? Oh, the... Uh, I don't know. Was that the cocaine one? No. He... he <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he had also got some stuff, too, to add to the, the, the pile of... Testing stuff. So it, the dough went past the molasses and then... Uh, it, it, it went to the apple and then walked straight past the molasses. It wasn't the Moultrie. What was the, the other one? No. Oh, got it. And then we used uh, deer cane. Deer cane. <laughs> cane, cocaine. Whatever. Yeah, well, there is a co on there. They just had to put that on there for some reason, but uh, no. that that's interesting. That was out of left field because at first I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about mouse. Like, like, so, by the way, one time at band camp. What yeah. if, if you don't know, we were doing a little experiment out on Bill George's place. We uh, we put out three different piles of uh, mineral and attractant to see if it would work. And um, one of them is the, uh, the uh, deer cane, and the other one was uh, a molasses blend, and then the other one was um, uh, the vanilla. The vanilla yeah. one, and then he had he had something else. I think he, he has the Moultrie. I think he had the Moultrie apple or something like that. So, we're doing a kind of a little experiment out on the property to see uh, if it really works for a lot of people. When I put the pictures up on the uh, website, uh, up on the Facebook page, and shared it, uh, people some shared it, and it was uh, a lot of responses were pretty negative on all these, you know, attractants and things like that. I've seen them why, work. Why were they negative? I, you know, they're all. Everybody thinks it's a scam. You know, uh, yeah, it's a scam. Uh, you know, you put it out there. It's, it's Listen, you know, it's just you're just pouring well, crap into the ground. Twelve dollars worth of stuff in the but ground. But it's also kind of like the the fish stuff that you or the liquid fish bait that you can put on your bait to attract. Manhattan and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, that, the, same, it's the same concept. What? You're still going to attract the fish, or you're still going to attract the deer. All I know is that chum works. You throw chum uh, exactly. out there, and uh, little fish come in. So. 
Yeah, I just deer yeah. tracking is like chum. There you go. That's to me, it's mayonnaise on the sandwich. It, it's <laughs> not what's providing them with the bulk of their full belly. Hold on. True. What kind of mayonnaise? Oh, Hellman's. Hellman's. Uh, <laughs> my yes. man. Yes. My man. Or Dukes. Hellman's or Dukes. Dukes is number two. Yeah. With every blueberry, it's got to be Miracle Whip. Every once in a blue Oh, no. Miracle Whip is salad dressing. I know, it says but right it, on the every once package. in a blue bit, it's just good with bologna. I don't no. know why, but it is. No. The same. Miracle Whip is, is, yeah. is nice no. for salads. That, it. That's all it's for. <laughs> it's uh, Or a potato salad or something like that sometimes if you want a sweeter but. one. In. Now we really got off track. So what wait, before hell? we go any further, going really, let's, go, let's go backwards really quick. Okay. So we were talking about the mounts. If you guys want to see the mounts, go to www.bigandwild.com. Right on the friend homepage. Click on our yard, or not the yard, sell our, uh, what do we call it now? Well, we're not calling it what the I wanted to call it. Well, it's too big. It's too long of a word. I can't put it on there. The Big, big and Wild Classifieds. Yeah, go try it and take a look and see if you want to get one. I think he's got a Axis deer on there, a couple two of hog. big hogs, big, big, that big Russian that he got up there at Dixie. Yeah. Uh, that big old boy up there. And then uh, I don't know what else is on there. Is that goat for sale? There's a mountain a goat. Spanish or, goat? or is that a ram? That's a ram. The Spanish goat. Yeah. It's not a ram. Well, it looks like a ram. But well, it's not. It's close ram. enough. Spanish, ram, I goat. think it's a Spanish hey, goat. Hey, it's got freaking horns, hey, dude. He can, he can <laughs> fish and he can hold down the uh, tiki hut. There you go. That's all I can do. <laughs> and I think he has a. I think there's a turkey on there. Is he selling off the skull mount, too? I think the skull mount's on there. Yes. Yeah. So there's some stuff on there. You can go take a look at it. That's for sure. At a low, low price. And if you buy one today, we'll not only throw in. <laughs> We'll give you a free roll of toilet paper. <laughs> From Steve's house. Yeah, because he's getting rid of that, too. It all must go. Don't has, doesn't have room for it anymore. <laughs> Where were right. we? Alligators. Alligators. <laughs> Alligators. <laughs> a while ago. Started off with a three-foot gator for your wife. And go. <laughs> so, no, that's, that's what she would like. And she wants to turn around and see about getting another alligator mounted. She's not too sure where and what pose yet. But... She'd be coming. You should have it done on its back with its tail like curled up in the air and its arms out with its mouth like in a smiley, like it's, like it's waiting for you to rub its belly. Like a little puppy. I don't think she's going to go for that. She might. I don't we'll know. We'll see. She's we'll find her something. She's an eccentric lady. All right, we're going <laughs> to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. <sighs> it's crazy time up in the studio today. <laughs> are you done? Uh, are you done gator hunting here locally? Or are you no, st- are you, I, uh, have, you got I, th- I have at least four to get here locally still, and uh, people are coming out of the woodwork asking about going out. So. And then I have the four up north, so I have eight alligators to kill in what, eight days. What how many? How many? Eight? That's it? Just eight? Yeah. At at minimum, at minimum. Unless somebody calls you up and goes, "Hey, while you're out there." Well, no, uh, they're already they're already. And I I took a guy out. What was it? Tuesday, Wednesday, one night, and we went out. It was not a great night for alligator hunting. Uh, last night was perfect. Could have. 
had some really good opportunities last night. But uh, unfortunately, my daughter took a little ride up to South Carolina, so her tag wasn't available. My son has one tag, and it was his girlfriend, or now, congratulations, fiance. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. So last last Saturday they got engaged, and uh, so now, now – uh, his his tag was valid still, and but I couldn't get him away from her. So now he's stealing his son-in-law's <laughs> tags as well. Hey boy, you ain't gonna use that. Got the what wife's tags. Got yeah, what a wonderful wedding present. Yeah, yeah for me, the it, dad. Yeah. My my neighbor, my neighbor's like. Uh, I know. I just got to change my name to George to put in because all of us got tags in. I can hear it now. How bad you want to get married? Yeah, really. Let me see that tag. This is why he goes to the FWC meetings. It's not to help us get Goliath groupers, to get all these tags. <laughs> well, I turned around and, uh, yeah, you never know. <laughs> but I will say, I, I've looked at the data on analyzing the draw data. People complain about the draw not being fair or something like that. They they do a good job. It's a random number. And after you get that random number, it's all in your choices. But it's a random number, but you always seem to get all the tags. So you can you no. take whatever method you have for that. What? Wait, hold on, hold on. Take that method you have for your gator tags, and can we please put it towards the lottery? Yeah. Listen. Just on the Goliath Cooper there pool. Is. No, not even the pool. I'm, I'm talking lotto. The, Let's make some money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there is some some method to my madness, and people have joked about it over the years. But even FWC told me, "Oh, you can't turn around and do anything to improve your odds in a random draw." I said, "Yeah, sure you, can. you can't." I said, "Yeah, you can." This is his method right here, just right here. This is Bill George. Nah, out there. nah he's uh, he's got it kind of figured out. You know, it's one of those things where. Uh, you know the the people who, that you see when you that you dread when you get behind somebody at the convenience store and they whip out the envelope, and they've oh, got coupons. like all their uh, lotto, uh, you know, strategy <laughs> things laid out, yeah. and they need that's why seven they tickets a like this. For that now <laughs> I they need a can of dip, lady. Hurry up! Yeah, they need seven tickets with this, and they need three of those, and five of these, and seventeen of those, and. Uh, let me do that. And they're like whipping out little like calculator looking things. Uh, Bill There's George method. Bill George did that on his own when it came to uh, uh, figuring out how to get in there and get under the wire for uh, Gator stuff. So I don't, you know, I, it's I, I think you're doing really good. The with thing it. is, if you if you turn around and look at it in the sense of it's a random drawing, that all works fine and say there's nothing you can do to improve your odds if you are only drawing one number out of that thing. But when you start drawing multiple numbers and everybody ultimately gets drawn at some point, there are, there are things I think you can do to improve your odds amongst your group. Nice. So if you call the show today at one 404 1010 for $19.99, oh, yeah. Bill George <laughs> is going to teach you how to get your gator tags. I have never said it on the air. <laughs> That's, a, That's a PSA. <laughs> Nor will I say it on the air. Yeah, well, you know what? It's like all those people who go out and write how to win at blackjack books. Or how to buy you a can, house and flip a house. You can make a fortune. You know, Dude, how, we to, could do this. how to get a, you know, it could literally be a 10-page pamphlet that you sell for like five bucks. <laughs> uh, that would be and funny. It starts out turn computer on. Yes. Yeah, turn page one. 
then yeah. you'll be fine. I can't wait to see what Chapter 2 is all about. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> but, <laughs> Me too. But uh, I turn around, and uh, here at the end of Gator season, it's it's one of those bittersweet things. Uh, I, I've had some good hunts. I got to go out this last last weekend on Sunday. We had a uh, uh, some things that didn't work out for hunting other people, and so at the spur of the moment, I called up Alan, and I said, Alan, I said, can you hunt in the morning or or that afternoon? And he's like, uh, we'll make it happen, you know. So we, we turned around, took his him and his boy out, and his boy harvested a little over an eight-foot alligator inside of 45 minutes, and he had a blast. Well, that's, well, that's all that really matters. Um, I know that Burkett went out with his boys, and uh, they didn't go out there and try to snag any, you know, 12 or 13-footers or anything. He just wanted to go out with his kids and have a good time. I think they got uh, maybe five or six-footers and, yeah. uh, and called it a day. And yeah. that's, I said, man, that's perfect grilling size, man. He didn't go crazy. He didn't, you know, he didn't have to go uh, really risk a child's life or All anything. The tags, so, he got his two tags used. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the boys had a great time. So that's all you need to do. But we turned around, and uh, it was funny because with him, he was, th- I think, 13 years old, so a good-sized kid, plays ball. And so I said, well, we'll put him on the harpoon. It was a choice between the harpoon and the spear gun. Well, he turned around this first time he went to harpoon him. He got the dart stuck, but not good, and the mm-hmm. alligator took off. Boat. <laughs> the buoy goes flying out of the boat and across the water, and it's like, okay, you know. And uh, then he did it again, and it's still the first dart had fallen out, but the second dart stuck in a little bit. But then I handed him the spear gun, and he he did a great job with the spear. There's gun. just something awesome when you just have that that the uh, you harpoon. Just harpoon and you just throw it, and you hit it. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I am bad. I, you know, if, and I will say this: if you don't have the right kind, if it, I yeah. mean, I mean the one that uh, the one that Bill uh, Bill George GAB Gator Gear they make is is a thick, heavy, and you want it that way to put that oomph behind there yeah. because, believe it or not, as, as sharp as those darts are, those muzzy points and those cutter yeah. points, you get a big, thick scoot underneath there, and it'll deflect that thing like, like it, body armor. It man. is amazing. but uh, and don't hit the head. It's like concrete. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People always want to go try to go through the skull, and it's like, dude, don't even. Stick him in the cheek. I mean, if you got to. Cheek is wonderful, and that's where he put the spear gun is right in the cheek. Uh, but he got to he got to fight it on a fishing pole some of the time. He got to turn around and uh, bang stick it. But one of the neat things was Alan turned around and had gotten a picture. We had that sonar thing on, mm-hmm. and when we were had that alligator, he he took a picture of it on the sonar. Uh, have you yet to put one of the? Fi- I want to see, see the picture, that. Bill. Yeah, I want to see it too. I want to <laughs> see what it looks like. We've talked about it for four weeks. I've yet to see a picture. Yeah, <laughs> side sonar. I want to see it. You suck, Bill. I want to see your cheater underwater reader. It, 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 it is. It is amazing. I. I am. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Cheater, cheater, <laughs> underwater reader. It, it, it does. It does. <laughs> what are you it, five? <laughs> it, does, it does feel like cheating sometimes because when so we turn what? around. The alligator went down, and when he went down, George was casting on him, and, and you know the boy was casting on him. And I turned around, I coast by, and I said, "He's laying right there." Yeah. And I pitched the hook back, and I got him. That, that's code for throw the dynamite now.
Uh, I don't pitch think the hook back. Did, did you not hear me, Bill? Pitch the hook back? Dynamite? Yeah. I heard dynamite. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Taking a break. I know my second hour's coming up. Stay with us. It's going to be good. we got to talk about some turkey stuff. We'll be right back. Enhanced.